tells us if BYU is in, plus assistant coach Tim Lacombe on the win against Portland and the keys to tonight's championship matchup with Gonzaga. Plus, a game day edition of Jammin' with BYU women's coach Jeff Judkins. Win to get in! Let's go! Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. And here comes Collinsworth. Three on two. Fisher spots up and drills his fifth of the night. Back to Fisher looking for three. No good, but Cafusi gets on the boards just like his coach wanted him to for the throwdown. Heat left open for three. Big mistake by the defense. Inbounds, and this is going to do it. BYU's upset Gonzaga in the semifinals. Number five gets number six, and he ties the NCAA triple-double career record. The rematch is set. The top two seeds, Gonzaga and BYU, tomorrow night for the West Coast Conference Championship. The March to Madness. BYU Sports Nation Live and Radio Vision presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Tuesday, March 10th, wherever and however you are joining us in Las Vegas. Great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with Sleep Deprivation Counselor. Jeremy. No, I'm not the counselor. I need the counsel. <laughs> no, it's been great. We've talked about this day for a long time. To Championship Tuesday, get to tonight. And not only the men, but the women are here. This is going to be an awesome day. BYU men and women playing for the West Coast Conference Championship today. Behind us, down below. It's going to be fantastic. Gigantic, enormous show today. I was trying to combine those words. It didn't really work out. Ginormous, which is now an actual word. I know it's ginormous, but like, I'm trying to think of something else. Anyway. Egantic? uh, (laughs) Yeah. It's a big day. It's egantic. I'm extremely pumped up right now. ESPN's Jeff Goodman on the show. He he picked a great night to show up and watch the men play basketball. He watched Gonzaga and BYU. Kyle Collins with a six-triple-double. BYU men's assistant coach Tim Lacombe will join us as well, and the women's head coach Jeff Judkins. Shooter McJudkins. On Championship Tuesday. You need to be with us all day, and here's why. Okay, four Eastern time, women's hoops versus San Francisco for the WCC title, ESPNU, and BYU Radio. 8.30 Eastern, a special BYU Sports Nation tonight, essentially a pregame show at 8.30 Eastern. Check in with us for that. You can watch BYU warm up. 9 Eastern, BYU and Gonzaga on BYU Radio ESPN. And then at midnight Eastern time, a rebroadcast of the men's championship game on BYU TV. So it's all day, baby. ESPN, BYU Radio, BYU TV, hang with us. Not to mention the next hour. A collaborative effort on championship week. The conversation alive 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Be a part of BYU Sports Nation. Members, you are all welcome whenever you feel like joining our conversation. How confident are you in BYU's chances tonight versus Gonzaga? Use the hashtag BYUSN at McKay Lasko. I said it last night, and I'll say it again. BYU wins, or I'll shave my head. BYU wins, wow. or I'll shave my head. Wow. I took the opposite approach, and <laughs> it cost me. <laughs> Gonzaga's ranked seventh. This is certainly a game BYU on paper is not supposed to win. They were not supposed to win in Spokane either. 
I don't think that BYU needs to win. We'll break down that in a minute. But if BYU did win, oh, man, the what, possibilities. What would that do? What well, would it do? Let's break it down in a minute. Yeah, we'll ask Jeff Goodman that question as well. What's it going to do? If it would be big time if they get a win championship doubleheader, of course, the men and women for the men. Some rough news last night. Some surprising news. Anson Winder sat out. He showed up in street clothes. Jeremy took pictures of it and we're kind of like, oh, what's going on? That was a surprise. So his knee was swollen. He woke up with a swollen knee. on Heard it against Santa Clara Saturday. And we asked Dave Rose after the game, will the senior guard play tonight? You know, I don't don't know if, if he'll be able to play tomorrow or not. I know. If there's any way possible he, that he can, he will. So I feel for Ants. Uh, we're all hoping for the best, but uh, we probably won't know till tomorrow. Anson Winder questionable for tonight's game, the WCC title match against Gonzaga. That's, that's tough news, but at this point I'm saying get healthy for your postseason run, man. He's from Las Vegas. It would be awesome if he could play and have an impact on the game tonight. But if he's really hurt, and that seems to be the case, he's missed several games this year, and it's been over a month, month and a half span with that knee, and apparently hurt the other knee against Santa Clara in the first half. Uh, BYU played well without him last night, but uh, you'd certainly like a senior who can defend in there. Continuing on with this winning theme, BYU baseball at Utah Valley tonight. The Cougars riding uh, riding a four-game win streak after they swept Hartford. On that note, rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Championship Tuesday. I think we understand, you know, the challenge. They're, uh, you know, top five team in the country, have been all year, and, uh, but our, guy, our guys are, uh, you know, they're ready for what we're in for. Dave Rose on his team and understanding the challenge that Gonzaga will present as the Cougars and Zags face off for a third time this season. BYU, of course, pulled off one of the top two wins in the entire college basketball season, according to ESPN. Isn't that wild? Winning in Spokane. Jeff Goodman said that's kind of worth two top 25 wins in the RBI. And that's understandable. It, you just beat the third-ranked team in the country to end the nation's longest home win streak. So now they'll meet on a neutral floor. One night after BYU demolishes Portland. I mean, I talked to Tyler Haas last night after the game, and I was like, you could about eight minutes left in the first half, you could see in Portland's eyes, oh, man, I, I don't know. I don't think we're going to win this game. And he said, I know. It was awesome. <laughs> they wanted Heartless. No, they wanted no part of that. BYU came out with the killer instinct and uh, made eight of their first ten threes. Chase Fisher goes six of seven. I want to mention this, by the way. So in the pregame, I'm on the baseline shooting a vine. And Chase Fisher sees me and puts his hand out to slap me a five. I'm not one to, hey, high five me before the game, right? But Chase put it out there. I was like, all right, I'll give him dap. I think the karma was transferred. I think Brian Logan was on to something. Uh, finally, I'm finally giving in to that karma doctrine. Not really. <laughs> blasphemy. But I slap Fisher 5 and boom, he goes 6 of 7. Just saying. JS. He was, dare I say, in fuego. <laughs> that means the Nino in Spanish. <laughs> They're the bubble darlings of college basketball. BYU basketball. They knock off Portland. What does it mean, though? What does a win over Wait, Portland? Wait, hold on. Kyle Collinsworth got a triple-double. We're, 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 getting, we're getting there. Let's get to it now. Okay. Let's it was go, awesome. Let's go there right now. It was so awesome. Okay, in the first half, Chase Fisher hit six threes. He's trending nationally. He's outscoring Portland 20-18. to 18. He's trending on Twitter. 
Then in the second half, Kyle Collinsworth's like, enough of that, bro. Triple-double. Triple-double. The sixth of the season a year ago, he was in a wheelchair in this arena on this very night. And he got a sixth triple-double. Now, the difference with this one that was very cool to be here for, he did it and everyone knew it and was chanting, one, one more, more point. point. Okay, what? So it's this community experience as opposed to after the game going, oh, we didn't know and, uh, you know, we subbed him out. and Everybody knew. He had five rebounds and six assists in the first nine minutes of the game. It was awesome. So he gets to, he gets to one assist to Tyler Hawes, I believe, on a lip. And then he gets fouled, and he misses the free throw. And everyone, oh! People were, like, cheering. I'm like, yeah. be quiet. Yeah, Kyle be said quiet. in the post game, oh, be quiet. They needed, yeah, they were all cheering, and it was BYU fans. And a year after he stunk it up at the free throw line, he nails the triple-double, raises uh, the free throw, gets the triple-double, raises yeah. his hands in acknowledgement, and is subbed out after the next free throw. Very cool moment. I Very loved, cool. I loved what his brother, Chris Collinsworth, also former BYU basketball player, said about that. He said, you know, I'm so glad that Kyle tied the career record on the free throw line. It was, it's poetic. Listen, next year, if he develops a jumper, he's going to the league, man. That's the next thing Style points. Okay, so led by Kyle Collinsworth's Sixth triple-double on the style points and the national notoriety that come along with that. What does the win over Portland really mean? Well, we know the national guys were watching, Jerem. Pat Forty tweeted in at one point on that on that fast-break play where Skylar Halford is going 100 miles an hour, which is nothing He always new. does. Goes to Tyler, and Tyler goes behind the back to chase for a little three. It was just like, oh, Pat Forty's like, oh, BYU, that was beautiful. There were some beautiful moments. Corbin Kafusi's dunk. Putback dunk was awesome. So what does it mean? Lenardi still has BYU as fourth to last in. Jerry Palm somehow has BYU as the last in. Or sorry, last out. Yeah, still. well. <laughs> Which I can't believe. You remember? Okay, you remember. We said 25 wins and in. They're there. They're. BYU's at 25. They're there. The RPI is what today? Oh, that's a great Daily question. Daily RPI update? That's a great question, Jerem. It's the Daily RPI Watch on BYU Sports Nation. The BYU Cougars up three spots to number 37 in the Daily RPI. BYU now 5-5 five and five versus the RPI Top 100. 1-3 one against the RPI Top 50. Have a chance to get a second win against an RPI Top 10 team tonight against Gonzaga in the West Coast Conference Final. Best wins at Gonzaga, of course, Stanford, worst losses. And again, I'm trying to define worst or what a bad loss is. Uh, Pepperdine twice. Those aren't good losses. The Waves are up to 129 in the RPI. So I don't know if I would call that like a horrible loss. Those are just notable losses, whatever you call them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And and Stuart Mandel just tweeted this. Bracket watch, BYU passes the eye test, but has it done enough to beat, if it doesn't beat Gonzaga again tonight? The answer is yes. Look at the RPI stop, and wins. Stop. Okay, L- and they, listen. And they won at Gonzaga. How how are the okay? We're unbelievably biased in BYU, of course. Everybody, yes, this is BYU TV. How is BYU not in right now? We're going to ask Jeff Goodman well, that for, of ESPN. What? How would BYU not get in? Yeah. What What is the What is the argument? Look, compare their resume to other teams. Well, I don't know, Jerem. I mean, they're only uh, five and five against the RPI top one. You know the. Their only quality win was at Gonzaga in Spokane. <laughs> um, Which is one of the best in the country. Why, why? 
Their, their RPI numbers, is good enough. Their numbers are there. They have They're... 25 wins. This is not Utah State who won a Big West title and had 25 or 27 wins and didn't get in. This is a team that won at Gonzaga. This is a team that has stopped top. Our producer is a Utah State fan. He's yelling in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> BYU has the resume to get in, and it is making me angry. I have been on the tournament train since Spokane and when I shaved my head. And BYU is going to get in. They are in regardless of what happens tonight to me. But what if? I love playing this game. But what if BYU wins tonight? We'll start it off with this. It brings us to our stat of the day. That it does. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 14 years to the day and 5,113 days since BYU last won a conference tournament championship. Not even his jimmerness could get it done. 14 years to the day, across town at the Thomas and Mac, McKelly Wesley and a Steve Cleveland-led BYU Cougar team won the tournament championship, and it's been 14 years since then. To the day! Yeah, and they better win, Jaron, because I don't know about BYU's resume. I mean, <laughs> like they're, they're this, right on the bubble, dude. They're right on the This is the, the anti-BYU bracketologist voice, <laughs> as opposed to the blue goggles. Oh, look, they've only won eight games in a row, man. Oh, I, I don't know. In a row, triple-double. Listen, oh. listen, nine of the last ten, I don't know if that's going to get it done. What has BYU done to not deserve to get in? I just don't say, you lost this Pepperdine twice in San Diego. Okay, that's the worst. The best is pretty good. And what if BYU wins tonight? They could be a single-digit seed in the NCAA tournament. That is true. They okay. could be ranked so next wh- week. What they would be ranked next week. They get an auto bid to the NCAA tournament with 26 wins. Top, they would have two top 10 wins in the same season for the first time since his gym. In a week and a half. In a, beat San Diego State twice in 2011. And, and you mentioned it. They can improve the seed, I would think, at, and RPI. The, at the lowest if they beat Gonzaga twice, at the lowest, nine a, a nine seed, they will at be the a highest six. of seven. They will be a yes. If BYU, a seven to nine. If BYU loses, lowest would be twelve, highest would be ten, like last year to me. So you're somewhere in that seven to twelve range. But it's matchups. Twelve is not a bad spot though. Hey, you want to beat Gonzaga? Out rebound them. BYU out rebounded Portland last night, thirty to twenty six. They're now twenty one and zero in games when they out rebound the opponents. Our Twitter question today: How confident? Are you in BYU's chances tonight versus Gonzaga? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At Spawn of Sturgeon. <laughs> Simple <laughs> physics, a.k.a. momentum, says that once the tourney train gets rolling, it's dang hard to stop. Hashtag why not us. Hashtag final four. Okay, okay. calm down. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Okay. Woo. Slow down. We're just talking about getting to the tourney. We're not even talking about winning in the tourney. We're not even talking about this tournament win. Now, the tournament, the West Coast Conference tournament train is is rolling downhill. Man, it's for sure. It's hard to meet people that are more optimistic than you, dude. (laughs) There's a difference between being optimistic and unrealistic. Yeah, that's that's just crazy. I love it, though. Yeah, sure. I mean, we love some crazies. I love it. Also, I love at Spawn of Sturgeon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, what's happening is Tim Lacombe, BYU basketball assistant coach, back on the show. BYU Sports Nation live from Las Vegas, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. And join us by using the hashtag BYUSN. Stay with us all day today. 
because uh, BYU Sports Nation continues for the next hour, not to mention the women's broadcast of the championship game against San Francisco for Eastern on ESPNU and BYU Radio. 8.30 tonight, a pregame show, BYU Sports Nation special. Uh, check that out, 8.30 Eastern time. 9 p.m., BYU versus Gonzaga in the men's championship game, ESPN, BYU Radio. And then a rebroadcast, midnight Eastern time of BYU and Gonzaga. Twitter question today. How confident are you in BYU's chances tonight versus Gonzaga at Pork Chop Express? As BYU is playing its best basketball now, I'm confident that they will be in the game for the entire game. Hashtag defense is key. We need to be friends with that person. It looks like they have a pork chop business or something. (laughs) That's awesome. All about the foodies. Yeah. Speaking of foodies, we bring in BYU basketball assistant coach Tim Lacombe to the show. Coach, congratulations on the big win last night. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Hey, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. How does the win that you enjoyed with your team in Spokane at Gonzaga uh, a little under two weeks ago affect your confidence heading into tonight's matchup with the Zags on a neutral floor? Well, I think, um, you know, having success – any time is is helpful, and you know, winning in a place that that not many teams win uh, against that opponent is uh, can do nothing probably more than give you a little bit of of, of good feelings going into a game. Uh, but I think the key to our whole success has been our focus has been really sharp on the moment, and uh, we certainly know that this is a opportunity, you know, for both teams to to get a championship, and um, so we know that the focus and the intensity and everything else will be ramped up a little bit. And we're excited about the about the challenge, but no, we're facing a great team, and um, you know this is a, this is a, this is where we wanted to be. I want to rewind for a moment to Portland. Uh, what was the key to the fast start against the Pilots last night? Well, I think more than anything, our guys were locked in. Um, they. They were were great yesterday, you know, having having a day off um, on Sunday, and then you know we got back in the gym yesterday for shoot around, and we could tell just from the very beginning of shoot around that our guys were really locked in. Um, they were focused on what we needed to do, and, and a big part of our game plan was trying to really kind of force tempo with our defense and be able to rebound the ball and then just race it up. You know, the one thing that we all kind of had talked about was Portland played really, really well against St. Mary's, but playing that that style of game is completely different than playing our, our style of game in terms of transition. Um, you know, the possessions are limited in a, in a slowdown game, and we just felt like if we could rebound the ball early and we could race the ball back at them and, and be really free with, you know, our shots, that we could jump on them pretty good. And uh, it went pretty true to form. I mean, the guys did a great job, and, and we, we hung in there. Tim McComb with us on BYU Sports Nation, BYU basketball assistant coach. Uh, Tim, how would you describe the emotion of the team after last night's win in the locker room? Uh, well, the guys were excited. You know, this this run we've been on, they've been really excited. Uh, but I think the most important thing was they were still focused on what we're doing and where we're headed. Um, so I think more than anything, that's that's the way the locker room was. The guys were, were locked in and ready for the next challenge. They were happy. You know, we enjoyed it for a little bit, but uh, they know what's coming next. With the triple-double, this one was kind of a community experience in that the crowd is chanting one more point. There's an acknowledgement from Kyle to the crowd. What was it like for the coaching staff to witness that and be a part of that? Uh, you know, it's 
It's always interesting because you know we're we're in the midst of <clears throat> being you know in in, a, in the game and we're trying to with you know eight nine minutes left you're trying to uh, you're trying to finish what you've got going on there and uh, obviously historically you know what everything that Kyle's done you, you're really happy for him but we're also really happy you know that that he got it and that we can. Uh, you know, just continue to focus on this team. You know, uh, it's kind of same thing with Tyler's. You know, it's their unbelievable accomplishments, and you're so happy because it, at the end of the day, this is about those kids. But uh, even more so, it's about this team and what we have going on. And I think, you know, for a two or three minute spell there, uh, you know, the crowd was <laughs> kind of dictating what we did on offense. <laughs> One more point. Did you run One sets to get him? Did you run sets to get him the triple double? What's that? Did you make sure you ran sets to get him the triple double? Oh, we, we when when we knew, um, you know that he certainly when it came down to he he obviously got the assists and the rebounds on his own. It was unbelievable. He was so so good, so so locked in um, to have that many points or excuse me that how many assists and rebounds first was usually the harder stats to get. Um, but yeah, when when we knew he was a point shy, we kind of ran a couple sets for him. That a baby. Um, to get that thing done. Coach Tim McComb with us on BYU Sports Nation. It is Championship Tuesday at the West Coast Conference Tournament at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas. The BYU men played tonight, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific time. That game will be on ESPN and BYU Radio. Coach, what would a conference tournament championship for the first time in 14 years mean to this team and program? Well, it's it's an opportunity to win a championship. We talk about, and I've mentioned this on the air before, but we talk about winning conference championships and we talk about going to the NCAA tournament and um, the opportunity in one night to to win a championship with a group of guys that have fought through a lot of stuff this year um, and have stayed together, you know, and believed in each other. And then, you know, being at the same time, being able to punch a ticket to the NCAA tournament would be pretty special um but uh i think that the key to 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 it all is that um we treat it like we've treated you know the last eight games we've won here in a row we're on a great little roll here where in order to do that you've got to you've got to emphasize every possession you know you've got to be locked in on every pass and you've got to you know, get get to every assignment that you have, and you got to chase down loose balls, and you got to be willing to dive on the floor. But the thing I think the contagious part of this is that these guys um, are making plays for each other. You know, I think in the first half last night you see over and over and over again um, they they make a play not for themselves; they make play for another guy, and it's just fun to watch. It's beautiful to watch, and um, I think that that in essence is what this would mean to us is that we all kind of pulled together and done something really special, you know, something that hasn't been done a long time. Um, and we're not, you know, feeling any of the pressure of that or anything like that. But what I think this is more about is about each other and, uh, you know, owing it to each other to go out there and do the very best we can to try to get it done. Tim, since you won in Spokane against Gonzaga, how much of that game plan do you think will change tonight versus the Zags? Oh, I'm sure there'll be little wrinkles on both ends. Um, I think that uh, there are certain things that you know we took from the tape that worked really well, and then some little little intricacies that we probably will change here and there. Uh, and I'm sure they'll do the same. But 
with one day, really not even a day of prep. You know, you're talking about hours of prep um, on our end and on their end. Um, I think the main thing is you trust kind of what you've what you've got. You you make a little bit of wrinkles here and there. Uh, you know, they're they got a really good output last night from a couple of guys, and so you're mindful of guys who are hot right now, um, and so you kind of make adjustments maybe on some personnel things, but. More than anything, um, you know, this is just a deal where we know each other really well. They know us, we know them, and just go out and do the very best you can to, you know, prepare your guys. But the, the game will be played out there between the lines. And um, so anything more than that, you know, you don't want to stuff your guys with too much stuff, right? Um, it's give them the basic stuff, maybe change a couple things that we did, and then roll it out there. The opinions vary on BYU's status as a bubble team, and it's been that way for, now it seems like, a couple of months. Jeremy and I think the 25 wins and you're in, but does the team feel like we have to win tonight to make the NCAA tournament? We have not, we've not addressed any of this, um, and, I, and I, I don't think we will. Um, what we do know is that if you win this game tonight, you're in. Yeah. Uh, and that's all we talked about. We're not talking about the... You know, the bracketologists, we're not talking about the people that think we're good or we think we're not. I think where where this team kind of made a change was, you know, that period of time where there weren't many people out there that thought we were much of anything. Um, and it was the 22 or 23 or 25 people associated in that room um, that all looked at each other and said, we are something. We're going to be something. We're going to be special. And, you know, that's the only – that's what I think that's what's driven us more than anything is that these guys are doing this for each other and uh, that the opinion of them, I mean, we certainly believe that we are uh, capable of winning games in that tournament. Um, but like I said, one way to, to assure that we get to do that is, is we win tonight. But I don't think there's like pressure put on we need to win tonight or else. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, we just talk about, what we can do tonight and uh like like always we deal with whatever happens coach when will you know and this is the last question i want to ask you before we let you get back to a very busy day and a big one when will you know if anson winder can play or not um you know we haven't met yet this morning uh we're gonna have breakfast here in just a little bit uh and you know i i think we'll probably know probably more this morning um i feel for anson um i don't know that in my time here, there's been a kid that's been more of a guy, of a team guy, um, of a guy who's just done anything you've asked him, um, for, you know, fifth-year guy who's been around this program and uh, is a complete class act and just the absolute kind of kid you'd want to have in your program. And then he's had uh, games, you know, so many good games that have actually won games for us through his career. And it, you know, it kind of hurts me to know that he's that he's hurt and, that he may, you know, uh, miss out on on this opportunity, but um, you know, we'll find out a little bit more today, and we'll we'll go from there. Just go ahead and give us a call when you know we'd appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, being uh, being the big media guy, I'm. I'll just tweet it out. Yeah. So. <laughs> Follow him at T Lacombe. He he brings it on Twitter. I, I certainly would not do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd call us. That's great, Tim. We appreciate the time. Hey, good to be with you guys. Have a great day. Good luck, right, Coach. Good right. luck against the Zags. Hey, TeamRankings.com. By the way, 
95% chance BYU gets into the tournament. Wow. Okay? If they lose tonight, 90% chance of an at-large berth. 90%. Who are the 10%? The 10% are Jerry Palm and his cohort. Wow. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know about those Cougars. Come on. Anyway. Hey, there's another team in the West Coast Conference Championships, the BYU women. We'll talk to Jeff Judkins next. BYU Sports Nation brought to you in part by the Cougar Club, supporting BYU's 623 student-athletes. Learn more at cougarclub.com and welcome to the club. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision live from the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, broadcasting on BYU Radio and BYU TV. You can always download the show podcast on iTunes or at BYUsportsNation.com. Lots going on on Championship Tuesday. It continues at 4 Eastern time. Women's Hoops plays for the title for the ship. At, on BYU Radio and ESPNU, 8.30 Eastern, a special BYU Sports Nation, a pregame show. Watch BYU warm up. It's going to be fantastic. 9 Eastern, BYU and Gonzaga on ESPN and BYU Radio. And then at midnight Eastern, a rebroadcast of the men's championship game. The ladies will tip it off today, again, as Jerem just mentioned, 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific time against the Dons of San Francisco, a team that BYU beat by 5 in San Francisco and by 3 in Provo. So very good matchup. This will be match number 3 to determine who gets into the NCAA tournament. And joining us to talk about the game now and how in the world the Cougars pulled off an upset come from behind win over Gonzaga yesterday is Jeff Judkins. Jamming with Juddy on Tuesday. Coach, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks. Nice to be here, and it's nice to, to still keep playing, that's for sure. Coach, how did you overcome a 10-point deficit against the top seed in the West Coast Conference with banged-up Morgan Bailey to win that game? Well, I think the team just stuck together, stuck to what we had as a game plan, and uh, defensively came out of the second half and probably played one of our best defensive halves we've had in a long, long time, and um, a lot of players stepped it up, made some baskets when we had to, and uh, you know, just I thought, I thought we just did a great job of just kind of doing everything right. Um, Gonzaga is a very, very good team that executes their plays well, and we did a good job of kind of getting them, getting them out of rhythm uh, by changing defenses, man zone, and uh, switching some things. So. It was great. It was a great win for us, and uh, I just really, was real happy for my team. You are down 10 at halftime. What was that conversation like with your team? Well, we, we went at a half, and really we played pretty well to the last three minutes a half. And we did that last year in the championship game. We were even with them, and they went on a 10-0 run right before half. And So maybe my team with some experience, and been, they've been there before, they just kind of saw it, and we just went in there, and I just challenged them. and said, hey, last year we did this, and we didn't come out of the second half, and we didn't play like we need to play, and I thought, you know, and we got to change it. we got to come out and do a lot better uh, in this game, and they, they came out, and, you know, we didn't let them get going early. We kind of made a couple stops, and we kind of just chipped away at them, and, um, of course, McKenzie's three-pointer to put us ahead was a big basket for us. Jeff Judkins with us on BYU Sports Nation. Let's talk about McKenzie. 18 points, 4 of 6 from the three-point line. Really, she was about the only offense going for BYU in the first half. How would you describe her role yesterday uh, as the third scorer but stepping up? Well, you know, they 
lot of teams prepared for Morgan and Lex, and and uh, McKenzie's gotten a lot better finding her spot and where she needs to be to get the ball. And, uh, you know, she shoots like that all the time in practice, so it doesn't surprise us when she comes out and hits shots like that. And it was great that she had that kind of a game that she had opportunities and she took advantage of them. She hit them, and hopefully today will be the same. You know that she'll be able to get at some open looks and be able to hit, hit, hit down those shots. But she did a great job of, of getting in good position. Gonzaga does a lot of help, but, and uh, we saw that in Provo. And so she did a great job of getting herself you know, ready to really get that shot. I believe it was one week ago you came in studio and uh, we interviewed you on the show, and you looked a little down. And I thought, they've lost 405, 5 seed. I bet uh, Juddy's not sleeping well right now. What's the difference between then and now in terms of how you feel? <laughs> well, it's hard to lose. You know, coach, coaches are, you know, their life is decided on wins and losses. It's not probably the most fair way to judge somebody, but <laughs> that's where our business is. But, you know, it was hard because, you know, we played really well in those two, three weeks. We just came out on the short end, um, didn't make some plays at the end of games. And so when we beat when when we beat St. Mary's in the last second shot, it was kind of like it got even. You know, it's like we finally got the ball to bounce our way a little bit, and that made it really good. And and uh, so, you know, I feel a lot better. We got a big game today. This will, this will really make it nice for us to get to the NCAA tournament and be able to get the opportunity to to, to go again and hopefully represent BYU in our in our conference. Coach, let's ask you really quickly uh, about an update on Morgan Bailey's health. How is she feeling approaching the championship game? Well, her, her back is doing a lot better than it has been in the last two weeks. She feels a lot better the last two days. The problem is people don't realize that she hasn't practiced a lot in the last two weeks. And uh, it affects you. I don't care who you are. When you don't get to go up there and up and down and get your timing and do some things, um, you're just you're just not you're not the same kid, and um, I think playing yesterday will help her. Now she she'll play two back to back games, and she didn't have to play a lot of minutes yesterday, which is a real positive thing for us. She can hopefully go most of the game um, with us, and I, I think she'll have a good game. I think she's due. I think she's due to come out and really be aggressive and do the things that we need to. I heard that you and some members of the coaching staff are going to shave their head if you win tonight. Is that true? Because that's like the that cool is, thing that, right now. That is correct. Oh. That is correct. Myself, which I don't have to lose too much, but <laughs> myself and uh, Josh, our trainer, and uh, our um, strength coach, and then our trainer, Jeff, we say we, if we win it, we will do what you did. Well, that, that is outstanding. I'm a pioneer, you know. In, in the spirit of Jerem. Coach, we wish you the yeah. best of luck tonight. Uh, we'll be hey, watching it you guys. Appreciate you. Hopefully you can come out and make everybody proud and play one of our better games. Absolutely. Jeff Judkins, thanks. Good luck tonight, Coach. All right. See you guys. Bye. All right. Little little karma boost. Just win, coming baby. on. Yeah. And shaved head, man. It's like the new look right <laughs> now. May- Maybe he's going to like do button-up, too. Hey, we want to remind you of the BYU radio broadcast of today's championship games. 4 Eastern, the women's game versus San Francisco. Dave and Blaine on the call on that. And then 9 Eastern, men's basketball versus Gonzaga. That's on BYU radio as well. We got you covered.
With the generous support of the Cougar Club, BYU's 623 student-athletes are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. Might have some more champions today. Be willing to help them succeed with your donation. Learn more at cougarclub.com, and welcome to the club. Up next, ESPN's Jeff Goodman on the show. Does he have BYU in the field of 68? BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. I am Spencer Linton, joined by Jerem Jordan. Championship Tuesday. Who needs sleep, bro? Is loaded. Yeah, we don't need need it right now. Nobody needs it here. Let's do basketball, man. It's Las Vegas. Who sleeps in Las Vegas? Hey, coming up at 4 Eastern time, uh, BYU Women's Hoops versus San Francisco. Big game for the ladies in the championship game. That's on BYU Radio and ESPNU. A special BYU Sports Nation tonight, 8.30 Eastern. A pregame show of sorts. Watch BYU warm up. 9 Eastern, BYU versus Gonzaga on the mothership ESPN and BYU Radio. And then at midnight Eastern, a rebroadcast of that game on BYU TV. Twitter question today. Use the hashtag BYUSN to send in your responses. How confident are you in BYU's chances tonight against Gonzaga? At Crazy Cook Fanatic says, the realist in me is cautiously optimistic, 52% confident, but with the blue goggles firmly in place. 110%, baby. Like that optimism. Joining BYU Sports Nation now, ESPN College Basketball Insider, a man who watched both the Gonzaga and BYU games courtside yesterday, Jeff Goodman. Jeff, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. No, good to be on. I'm sorry I couldn't be down there in person with you guys. It's... Uh... You know, the, the, the change in times crushed me. Um, <laughs> you know, I stayed up late last night eating dinner after the game and then honestly couldn't sleep. And i got a bunch of coaching changes going on right now that I'm trying to uh, kind of figure out what's going on with guys getting fired. And and uh, so I, I couldn't make it over there, but I apologize on that. We're glad to have you with us. Uh, Sleep-deprived or not, Jeff, uh, it's, it's, it's nice to have you in town in Vegas. And we want to start with this, with uh, the big elephant in the room for a lot of BYU fans, and that is, is BYU in the field of 68 with their current resume? You know, I think they are, but we don't know those people in the room what they're going to do. So nobody can say with certainty right now, but I, I think as long as they fare fairly well tonight, even if they lose and play Gonzaga close, I don't see any way that they don't get in. Uh, to me, I don't even think it should matter what happens tonight. I think they should already be a lock. Uh, but I think a lot of people have them still on that. I don't know where Lenardi has them this morning. Fourth to last in. Last four in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it shocks me. It really does. I, I think they're in. Uh, I, I think that win against Gonzaga and Spokane, people just aren't giving it enough credit. That is worth two quality wins for anybody else other than maybe, you know, Miami's win at Duke or uh, Duke's win at Wisconsin. Uh, You put it up there, it's one of the top three or four wins all season long. So I think they're in, especially if you watch them. And I know the eye test doesn't matter, but, man, watching them last night, they're not only good, they're so much fun to watch. (laughs) I've seen so many teams play in person this season. And that clinic they put on was as much fun to watch as any anybody I've seen all year. And really capped off by that triple-double, uh, which the BYU fans love. That was a, a fun experience. Dave Rose, is, we've given him a hard time because he said, well, I don't always know what the numbers are. The fans made sure he knew the numbers right. last night. That's right. And uh, it, it was funny. I was in the broadcast, and, and they didn't give him credit for an assist that I thought he had earlier in the game. So I was hoping we wouldn't come down to that and we wouldn't have to, you know, 
go to the official score and make him uh, take another look at that thing. Jeff Goodman of ESPN with this college basketball insider. He's in Las Vegas to take in the West Coast Conference Tournament Championships. After watching both BYU and Gonzaga in person last night, Jeff, what do you expect tonight in the rubber match between the Zags and the Cougs? Yeah, I think it's going to be a war. Uh, I love Kyle's response when I told him after the game that Byron Wesley you know, wanted another shot at him. He was like, all right, we're here. You know, and, and I think uh, both teams are going to be ready for this one. You know, my pick, I, I think Gonzaga's got so much right now in them because they were embarrassed on senior night that I wouldn't go against the Zags in this one. Uh, but BYU's got probably more in the line. You know, Gonzaga's probably a number two overall. I think regardless of what happens tonight, I think they're a number two seed. Where BYU can obviously punch its ticket for sure, uh, they've got a little bit more in the line, and they're playing better basketball right now. I mean, there's no doubt about that. BYU is playing better basketball. Uh, Gonzaga's playing in spurts. You know, second half last night, they were tremendous. First half, they didn't play any with really any intensity. And, and I talked to Kyle Walter after the game on that, and I don't think they can figure themselves out with, with that aspect. And maybe it's partially kind of bored, getting bored in the WCC a little bit. Uh, because I saw him three times early in the season. I saw him in Arizona and twice in New York. And I picked him to win it all before the season started. I, I think they have that type of talent. But if they're not playing with intensity, they're not playing with emotion, uh, as was the case the first half, they look like an ordinary team. I want to go back to bracketology with BYU. Why wouldn't BYU make the NCAA tournament? Well, I mean, I think you can look at some of the losses in, in league play and, and, and make a case uh, it's not like they had a ton of quality wins uh, before that Gonzaga victory in Spokane. So, but, but if you compare them to a lot of other teams in the bubble, now again, those other teams have had maybe more opportunities, you know, whether it's an uh, you know, in Indiana, um, a Purdue in the Big Ten, an LSU, a, a Texas A&M in the SEC, uh, you know, you, you pack 12, there's probably not quite as many opportunities, but there, there still are a couple, um, you know, with UCLA and Stanford having shots at, at Arizona and Utah. There's just not as many opportunities right now. I mean, if you're, if you're St. Mary's or BYU, you, you've got really Gonzaga. That's your, that's your resume building win right now because St. Mary's isn't, isn't that. And BYU really wasn't that for anybody else for most of the season. So, it comes down to one team, and you've got to take advantage, and that puts a lot of pressure, especially when normally you're not winning you know, at the kennel. You're just not doing it. They did it this year, but you guys know how hard that is to do. It almost feels like two top ten RPI wins winning at the kennel. It is. I mean, that's what I say is put that against anybody else's two combined, and it's as impressive. And that's why, again, I don't think people are giving enough credit how hard it is to win there because, you know, Gonzaga just doesn't get the respect nationally that, that they deserve. And it, it comes down to one thing is the fact that they haven't cracked, you know, they haven't gotten the Final Four. So, for instance, when I said they were going to win it all in the preseason, people are laughing at me. I mean, they're, they're outright laughing at me that I picked them to win it all. And I get it to some extent, but every year is different. This team is much different than some of the ones in the past uh, over there. So, I don't think it's comical by any means to say they can go to the Final Four or even win it all. Oh, I agree with you. And that's, uh, that plays into why BYU fans felt like that win was so big and should mean a lot. It's because of how good Gonzaga is. Now, if BYU gets into the NCAA tournament, are they a team that could 
could make a run, in your opinion, given what you've seen from them lately? Yeah, I said it last night. I, I would not want to see them, if I'm a team, and, and BYU gets a, you know, uh, let's say they get a 10 or 11. I, I think they're going to get in as like a, you know, a 10 or 11 at the end of the day. I wouldn't want to see them uh, in the first round, second round, whatever round, just because if they get hot, they just got so many dudes who can make shots. I mean, yeah. look at Chase Fisher last night and, and what he was able to do. And you're so focused on Tyler Hawes and Collinsworth, what he can do with the ball. And, and then you got Capusi, who's just coming on strong. And as long as he stays out of foul trouble, he's gotten so much better uh, from what I've watched from the start of the year till now. Uh, both both ends of the court. You know, defensively, he still needs to be smarter uh, sometimes about getting in foul trouble uh, and maybe at, at times not contesting everything. And he finishes just about everything around the rim uh, for the most part. Uh, I'll tell you what, I just, I don't know. They're, they're a tough matchup to me if they get going because they've got so many weapons that can hurt you. Jeff Goodman of ESPN on BYU Sports Nation, ESPN College Basketball Insider. Jeff, what would let's say BYU does the improbable and they they beat Gonzaga for a second time? How would that affect their status in seeding and bracketology? You know, I, I honestly, in a way, and it's crazy to say because everybody's thinking, well, they may not get in, they may not get in, so you got to win. I, I think they're in, and I think if they win, they go to like the eight nine game. Nice. Which, well, is that nice? At the end of the day, I guess it is because, you know what, why not take a shot, you know, if you're thrown out in the Midwest and you got Kentucky in the set? How much fun would that game be to watch <laughs> Kentucky have to try to go out and guard all those shooters? Again, maybe they kill them. I, I have no idea. It depends. Uh, you know, Capucci would have his hands full, but he is big, strong, athletic. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, if you're a BYU fan, you probably say, what the heck, bring it on. You know, put us in the 8-9 game. Uh, we'd be ecstatic with it and just give us a shot to take down a number one seed in, in, in the second game. I'd rather be at 12 because <laughs> there would be, yeah. you play a five and then essentially a four. But just to you, does, does star power matter in the conversation of bracketology? Because yeah. at the end of the day, it kind of is a, a TV show as well. No, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I've been in that room for the mock brackets and, they're not, they're not talking about star power at all. Uh, but I, I think it does matter in terms of uh, advancing. You know, you look at some of the guys. I mean, look at Steph Curry years ago for Davidson, what he was able to do and putting his team on his shoulders. Uh, you find guys like that every year who just step up and carry their team. And I think BYU's got a couple of them. I mean, again, Tyler Haas, I said it last time, I mean, they're 23 years old, Haas and, and Collinsworth. And, and people will say, well, you know, that doesn't mean anything. Well, it does for mental maturity, mental makeup. Those two kids are, are mentally tough. You can see it. They're unflappable. Um, Collinsworth's story is amazing to me. It's amazing that a year ago from right now, he went down with that season ending, uh, the torn ACL, and now the level he's playing right now is, is insane. I mean, six triple-doubles a year after you had a torn ACL, he's playing with a brace on yet he's still able, able to do the things he can do in terms of getting the basket and passing the ball, his court vision. I, I, don't, you know, I don't know, but I'll tell you what. If I was an NBA team after next year, let's see where he's at a year from now, too, if his shot gets a little bit better and he gets even more of his explosiveness back. But why can't he play somewhere in the NBA? 
We And we would agree. You know, work on that jump shot a little bit, and he's got a serious, serious shot at making a run in the NBA. Jeff, we appreciate the time. We wish you a very speedy, uh, I guess, uh, recovery to your jet lag. Get a nap. Good meal, and we'll see you tonight. You got it. You got it. Looking forward to it. This should be a uh, heck of a game tonight. Can't wait. Absolutely. Jeff Goodman of ESPN. You know what? He said a lot of really yeah. interesting, let's, awesome Let's start stuff. with this. Tonight, I don't think it matters what happens. I think they, BYU, should be a lock. That's a validating comment. They've got so many dudes who can make shots. <sighs> yeah. He, th- he thinks they'll get in as a 10 or 11 and that they could make a run. Honestly, my favorite seed to be in the NCAA tournament, if you have to be a lower seed, is an 11. Six, then a three. Yes. I'd prefer 12. Five, then four. He's not getting a 12. They're getting an, an 10 or 11. I agree with you. When to get in. We'll wrap it up next. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Championship Tuesday, big time stuff today. Four Eastern time, women's hoops versus San Francisco on ESPNU and BYU Radio. 8.30 Eastern time, a BYU Sports Nation special, a pregame show leading up to BYU and Gonzaga at 9 Eastern on ESPN and BYU Radio. And then at midnight, a rebroadcast of that game on BYU TV. Huge day. Let's throw a little football just for fun. Mm. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 179. We didn't even practice that. That one's weird. You nailed it. We never practiced that. Taysom Hill told BYU TV sports reporter Lauren Frankham if there were a game on Saturday, he could play. How about that? Wild. How about that? There's a game in 179 days. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. And it goes to... The man was six triple-doubles. Kyle Collinsworth. Don't call him Collinsworth. <laughs> hey, don't forget tonight, 8.30 Eastern, a special BYU Sports Nation pregame show. Check it out. Thanks to Tim Lacombe, Jeff Goodman, and Jeff Judkins and everyone on our crew. The show on demand on BYUtv.org slash BYUSN. For Jeremiah, I'm Spencer. Shout out to McKelly Wesley. High five. Champion.